Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Ose shalom bimroma, huya se shalom alenu. Ose shalom bimroma, huya se shalom alenu. Ose shalom bimroma, huya se shalom alenu. Huya se shalom.
Oh, you know. 
JM in the AM. That is a great song. That is a great song. Wednesday morning broadcast. We're live in New York City. Thanks so much for joining us, everybody. I'm excited because uh, New York City was supposed to be uh, completely covered in snow. And so far, at least where we are, absolutely nothing on the ground. Zero. Uh, now, apparently, in other areas, um, in terms of uh, places close to here, uh, southern New Jersey supposedly has snow on the ground. And um, maybe there are other areas south and west of us that already are covered. But so far, so good up here. I hope it lasts. If not, then then the decision to uh, close the New York City public school system for today, I guess, will end up being a good one. But if it stays like this, I can't imagine it being considered a good one. Anyway, we'll see what happens. It's Wednesday on this March 21st, the 5th of Nissan. I think it's officially spring now, right? Yeah. You wouldn't know it from what's happening outside here, that's for sure. 38 degrees, expecting snow and wind and a high only of 35. (laughs) Even the expected high is not as high as where we are now. Snow tonight, low 34. Tomorrow morning, clouds, afternoon sun, a high Thursday, 45. We are in seasons in Clifton, New Jersey tomorrow from 11 a.m. until 2 p.m. for an extended live lunch. I cannot highly recommend it enough or... I cannot recommend it highly enough uh, for everybody out there to come by, say hi, take part in all the action. Our friends from Kedem will be there with a, a delicious wine tasting. Our friends from kosher.com are expected. Um, it's going to be a good show. 11 a.m. until 2 o'clock tomorrow in Clifton at Seasons. Allwood Road, I believe, is the official street. Allwood Road. And we are looking forward to presenting that to you. Well, We always have fun on the Thursday live lunch. When we take the Thursday live lunch on the road, it's amazing. So, should be cool. Uh, run down some of the music you've been listening to this morning. Azamra, great song from Eitan Katz. Eli Marcus had Avarachamim. Atat Sadiq and Miadir, done by Sandy Shmueli. Avremel had Over Masha Over. Oseh Shalom, that was Revel Shevan, Of course, Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. 6.31 in the morning, 29 minutes before 7 o'clock on this Wednesday. Uh, with plenty going on. Tomorrow, as I said, we have the show from Seasons. Friday, a regular Friday, meaning our weekly update will air as usual. 7.40 Eastern Time Live with Malcolm Honeline. This coming Friday morning. And then Monday is the show that it seems everybody's talking about. On Monday, the uh, OU, the, um, the f- our friends at J-Drugs, um, our friends at Kedem, they will all be represented in this studio. We do our pre-Pesach Pesach products program. You, By the way, you could already email in your questions if you wish. Yeah. Just make sure to put Pesach in the subject line. Nahum at NahumSiegel.com. Nahum, N-A-C-H-U-M, at NahumSiegel, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L.com. You can already send us emails. Just put the word Pesach or Pesach Show or Pesach Products in the subject line so we'll know exactly uh, what the story is when we receive your email. I want to thank those who are commenting on the app. Listener Terry jumped at uh, 6 a.m. to let us know. Thanks for bonus, JM. So far, the best commute ever. I think Terry means that nobody's on the road because everyone everyone's expecting there to be snow any moment. You know, it doesn't all fall at once. You realize that, folks, right? Um, Eric, the fall man from Englewood Cliffs is out there. 
Um, he says that the tune that we just played sounds like a nice Irish tune, reminds him of growing up in Dublin. Well, thank you very much for that, uh, Eric. And he continues the Irish theme by asking if they sell kosher corned beef and cabbage at Seasons. He says, perhaps I'll stop by. Well, I hope you stop by, and I hope everybody else stops by tomorrow. 11 until 2, Seasons in Clifton, New Jersey. Uh, many of us heard the news Monday night and Tuesday morning of the passing of uh, Rabbi Ozer Glickman. And um, I, 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 I knew that the name was was one that um, that I had known, just couldn't place at the, at the first initial moments that I had heard the news about Rabbi Glickman's passing. And then uh, shortly after, it struck me that in the early 2000s, I had the privilege, really the privilege, of um, working with uh, Rabbi Ozer Glickman on a um, CD project that he released called Bain Hasmanim. It's a CD that features Itzy Weinberger. This goes back to the year 2000 with music arranged and conducted by Aaron Gershovsky. In fact, they called themselves they called themselves um, G-squared because of Glickman and Gershovsky. And includes songs by Baruch Shade as well. And we went one night, I was telling this story to uh, Simon Jacob last night, we went um, one night with our evening radio show to Teaneck, New Jersey, and actually broadcasted from a CD release celebration uh, in a restaurant on Palisade Avenue. Uh, don't remember what it was called at that time. And had an amazing show with Rabbi Ozer Glickman. And uh, he was uh, an incredible man and uh, a genius in so many areas, including music. Today, I'd like to um, take the time during this JMN broadcast uh, to uh, commemorate his memory by playing some of the songs off of Bain Hasmanim that he composed. This one is called Asher Bara, as we remember by Ezra Glickman here on a Wednesday morning at JM in the AM. <laughs>
That's Diaspora with Uvoa Ovdim. Milach Kohn before that with a song called Bederech. Well, I mentioned earlier that um, Rabbi Ozer Glickman uh, passed away suddenly on Monday. And um, once the news of his passing started to spread and I and I um, started thinking back to um, the early part of the 2000s, I remembered that it was then, just around the year 2000, that he released an album entitled Bain Hazmanim with Yaron Gershovsky, a team that they called G-Squared for Glickman and Gershovsky. Uh, the album featured Itzy Weinberger with music arranged and conducted by Yaron and new songs introduced by Rabbi Baruch Chait. And Rabbi Glickman himself, Rabbi Ozer Glickman himself, had uh, some compositions on the album. And we actually had, in Teaneck, New Jersey, a big CD launch celebration, which I will never forget, um, to commemorate the release of the album 18 years ago. And uh, this morning I said we're going to take some time and honor the memory of Rabbi Glickman with... uh, uh, with a few minutes uh, during different segments of the show where we play the songs that he composed on the Bain Hasmanim album. Uh, this one is called May Oi Vai, composed by Rabbi Ozer Glickman, who we remember on this Wednesday morning broadcast of JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. Osim Chuva, that's Yaakov Shweki off of the Kolot album here at J.M. in the A.M. Wednesday morning broadcast on this 21st of March, the 5th of Nissan. Good morning, everybody. Before that, <coughs> excuse me, you heard the um, Bain Azmanim album, um, the Yeshiva University community and the Jewish community in general is in a state of mourning. Um after the news um, was made known Monday night about the passing of Rabbi Ozer Glickman, and I mentioned that he released, composed a bunch of songs and released an album with Yaron Gershovsky about 18 years ago called Bain Hasmanim. 
featuring Itzy Weinberger. And we're using the opportunity this morning to uh, revisit some of those selections in the memory of uh, Rabbi Ozer Glickman, who is uh, certainly missed and uh, made quite an impact in so many different areas of Jewish life. Uh, may his family be comforted during this time. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. And we don't have our news from Israel coming through. That's strange. Hmm. That's very strange. And I'm not quite sure why, and I apologize. That is very strange. Um, all right. Unless we get it going in the next few seconds, we will uh, continue with more coming up here at JM in the AM. Hmm. All right. A problem with our news feed from Israel. So we will not be presenting Galitzal Israel Army Radio News this morning. We will save that, I guess, for tomorrow, for another time. It's Wednesday with a reminder that, uh, well, number, number one reminder is that a lot of snow is supposed to fall here in the New York area. So. Get ready for that if you're listening in the New York, New Jersey uh, environs. Uh, plus a reminder, that tomorrow we're going to be at the Seasons in Clifton, New Jersey. We'll get there about 11 a.m. We'll be there for an extended live lunch until 2 o'clock. So we're at Seasons tomorrow, Clifton, New Jersey. Come down and join us. Our friends from Kedem will be there with a wine tasting. Our friends from Kosher.com will be there. Should be a lot of fun, 11 until 2 tomorrow in Clifton, New Jersey at Seasons. Uh, Monday is our Pesach products program, and we'll be using the app. We'll be using uh, email. We'll be using the telephone. We have all these varieties of uh, methods that we're going to be using to take your questions. If you wish, you can already send questions in now. Nachum at NachumSiegel.com. Nachum, N-A-C-H-U-M, at NachumSiegel, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L.com. You can do it right now. And uh, just put like Pesach program, Pesach uh, question or something in the subject line, so we know what it's for. And uh, we'll get ready for Monday when the OU, when J Drugs, and when Kedem are all represented in our studio. More coming up at Simcha Liner at JM in the AM. Shut up, but 
אני מבקש ממך בכל ליבי
J. Oh, sorry about that. J.M. in the A.M. That's uh, Simcha Liner with a couple of great selections to open up the seven o'clock hour. Um, let's see. You heard the uh, Lachaim selection, and before that, Ribono to open up the hour Wednesday morning broadcast. It is J.M. in the A.M. on this twenty-first of March, the fifth of Nissan, getting ready for. Supposedly a massive uh, winter storm. We'll see. Excuse me. We'll see if that materializes. Tomorrow we're live from Seasons. Uh, We'll be in Clifton, New Jersey at Seasons for an extended live lunch, 11 a.m. until 2 p.m. Make sure to join us. Monday, our pre-Pesach show, representatives of the OU, of J Drugs, of the Kedem Wine Corporation. They'll all be in studio. Monday for our annual uh, Pesach Products program. If you have a question that you'd like to include in Monday's show, just uh, get the word Pesach in the subject line and email nachum at nachumsegel.com, nachum, N-A-C-H-U-M, at nachumsegel, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L.com. And if you do that, we'll um, try our best to include that question in our program. And, of course, we'll have our email address open. We'll have our app the Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone. We'll have that open. Uh, use the comment section for your questions as well. And, of course, our telephone in studio uh, will be operational as well, which means you'll be able to call up directly and speak with our guests live in studio and get the uh, answers to the questions that you have. Well, Joseph Gitler is with us live via telephone. He is the founder of Leket Israel. We have described many, many times on this program um, how Leket has uh, taken, I guess what we would call extra or leftover or possibly forgotten fruits, vegetables, produce, food waste, and they've rescued it uh, to to give to people who are needy, to distribute to people who um, who really can use the neglected food items, and they've done quite a job at it. And there's a recent uh, study that's out, which we'll discuss during this conversation, along with uh, plans for Pesach 5778. Joseph Gitler, founder of Leket Israel. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Great to have the opportunity to talk to you, Nachum, as always. I appreciate that. So according to the release I saw, the amount of food loss in Israel this year, 2.3 million tons. 33% of all the food that's produced in the country at a value of almost 20 billion shekel. And by the way, I would bet that percentage-wise in Israel, this is probably a lower figure than a lot of other countries around the world. Am I right? Well, I would say we're almost as guilty as everyone else. Really? In this shanda of food waste. Wow. But, you know, 33, 35, we hear numbers close to 40 in the United States. It's such a massive problem it's 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 shocking it uh, 15 years i've been at this and every time i see these numbers i still am in a state of panic um i mean i assume you have data that serves as evidence that your organization that has grown so much in the last 15 years has been able to put a dent in this food waste problem in israel i love your question we've put a dent but you know a dent that term is means small usually. It's not a big dent. We are so large today, we're going to distribute in 2018, we hope around 3 million cooked meals, 
that we're going to rescue from the Army and from hotels and from caterers, and hopefully close to 20,000 tons, which is about 45 million pounds of fruits and vegetables. But it is still such a small amount from the studies we've done in the past of what's available. We estimate a minimum of 65 million cooked meals going to waste in this early year, and maybe we'll do 3 million if we break all records. And if we break all records this year, we'll do 20,000 tons of fruits and vegetables out of about 700,000 tons pre-retail. That's stuff that's just in the farms, in the packing houses, doesn't even make it to the stores. That's why this year we focused on reporting on what's happening in stores, in big stores, small stores, in the open-air markets, and even there the numbers were just staggering. Food is just not respected like it used to be, which on the one hand is good. It means we have more than enough. But on the other hand, we still have people struggling to make ends meet. So we better find ways, instead of just letting it go to waste, of getting to those who need it. Joseph Gittler with us from Israel, founder of Leket Israel. Uh, When you say the retail outlets, the stores, so we're talking about items that were on the shelves and simply did not sell and therefore end up being surplus and often being thrown out? Is that basically what's been happening? Uh, some of it is that, uh, getting close to expiration date. Some of it is fruits and vegetables that maybe weren't perfect. And, of course, we've been socialized to pick, uh, and we're all guilty, me included. Uh, when you go to the supermarket, you know, you're always looking for the perfect apple. Right. And if an apple's a little bit off, it's never going to get sold. And there's just, I've seen so many great videos on that showing how people act. And, yeah, it's just someone needs to take advantage and figure out the logistics and the returns to make sure this stuff gets eaten and doesn't just end up in landfills. And in terms of the hot meals that you described earlier, and those numbers are pretty impressive, are you getting generally good cooperation from caterers, from hotels, from restaurants when it comes to taking, Incre- when it comes to taking their extra food? Incredible cooperation. I have to say, one of the best parts of my aliyah has been how willing the catering industry has been to this concept. They hate the fact that they're throwing away food. They know they can't reuse it because that's the way things work. When you make an event, you expect freshly cooked food for your event. And even after feeding their staffs and maybe the family taking home, they are still left with so much because you can't run out, right? Their biggest fear is running out. They always have to produce 15 20% more just in case. Everyone shows up, everyone eats, and everyone's really hungry. So Cooperation is fantastic. So what happens? A Leket representative is at many of the major events, major weddings, major dinners that are going on? Yeah, we have people, so we have volunteers coming at the end of the event. It could be 11, 12, 1 in the morning. But really, the mass quantities of food that we get cooked aren't coming from events. They're coming from those buffets at a lot hotels. Right. From corporate cafeterias and our number one partner, the Israeli Army, where you know they're just cooking mass quantities of decent quality food. They want to make sure the soldiers are well fed, and they just—it's hard to get the numbers right every day. So we are here simply to take advantage of the modern food culture and to say it's unacceptable to allow perfectly healthy food to go to waste. By the way, people are talking about. How we don't have enough food to feed the world's population. That's not true. We just need to utilize what we're already making. 
Joseph Gitler on our telephone. We'll talk about Pesach in a moment. How do people support Leket Israel? Well, I can think of two ways. One, if you're coming to Israel for Pesach, or frankly, any time during the year, we have volunteer opportunities picking in the field and working in our warehouse, about 50,000 people over the past year. So please get in touch with us. My email is joseph, J-O-S-E-P-H, at leked.org. Be in touch with me directly. I'll be happy to make those plans for you or pass you on to someone who can. And, of course, with Pesach coming up, we are extremely busy doing the work we do every day, but Pesach is a time where we need to do more. We're certainly a worthy outlet, I would think, for Kimcha de Pitzcha, for any stuck up people want to give. We have an American friends of Leket, Canadian friends, British friends, whatever people are living in the world, we can hopefully provide tax-deductible receipts. And my guarantee is that we are doing the best that we can to make sure that your hard-earned funds that you're donating to Leket are going as far as we can. And of course, the beauty of what we do is while we do have expenses and we are a large charity at this point, every dollar that we take in, we get about $5 worth of food. So for those of you who love leverage, you're getting leverage with Leket. You're feeding the poor. You're helping the environment. Win, win, wins on many levels. And I assume all those donation tabs that you alluded to are at Leket.org. Yes, they are. Leket.org, you'll see a tab to donate. We uh, thank all of those of you who do help us in that way in advance for your generosity. People, excuse me, people could choose any day, Sunday through Thursday, Cholamoy, to join you for no, a, or, or is there a specific day? Okay, so in general, we work Sundays to Thursdays, but of course, Cholamoy, you know, we try to put, I give our staff a little break also. So our main picking this year is on Sunday of Cholamoy. We already have over 500 people signed up. And we have room drive for about another 200. So if you're visiting from overseas, um, please sign up. We actually give um, people from overseas first dibs on the holidays because people who live in Israel can come volunteer almost any time during the year. And is there another day for those who are, are going to be observing Yuntif on Sunday still, those who are uh, observing two days? Is there another opportunity for them to come by uh, so on Pesach? I would say be in touch with me, um, and we will try to figure something out. It could be before the Chag. It could be right after the Chag, depending on when people are leaving. It's, a, it's an issue we've had, but we, we've thought it through over the years. We, we love to give our staff a little time off. They are yeah. so hardworking, <laughs> and we just don't know when to give them vacation. Trust it's me. Tr- trust me. I'm not judging. I'm just asking so <laughs> people will know what to do. That's all. All right. So Sunday Cholamoid is the day that you can volunteer at Leket Israel for those who are keeping two days Yuntif while in Israel. Uh, if you're in touch with Joseph directly, he will explain to you what options you have either during Cholamoid or right before Yuntif or right after Yuntif to participate in one of the food collection days. And it's an amazing experience. Everybody who's done it, they come back with uh, great reports of how wonderful a feeling it is to go with their family and participate in these family-picking events. And everybody, as we said, is invited on that Sunday. And if you're not able to be there on that Sunday, you'll be in touch with uh, Joseph and his staff, and they'll figure out what to arrange for you and your family. Uh, The email address is pretty simple, joseph at leket.org, joseph at leket, L-E-K-E-T dot org. Utilize that email address and be in touch with the people at Leket uh, for all the information regarding Pesach. Joseph, we continue to be impressed 
with your amazing work. I know there's a lot more work to be done. I'm sure you say that to yourself every single day. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> what you and the organization are doing in such an important area of life. I mean, feeding people who need to be fed, I think our profits in our history might say that that is, uh, that that is among the the most important, if not the most important thing one can do. So a big yes call for that. Thank you, and thank you for the privilege of being able to do this kind of work. Wishing you and all your listeners and all the staff a very happy Pesach. Tadaraba, Chag Kasher V'Sameach. Joseph Gittler, Leket Israel. Joseph at Leket.org. Joseph at Leket, L-E-K-E-T dot org. J.M. in the A.M. It is a Wednesday morning edition. Uh, I mentioned uh, earlier that uh, we are commemorating the passing of um, Rabbi Ozer Glickman this morning by revisiting an album that he released, that he produced and uh, composed for 18 years ago. We had the privilege of actually doing the CD release party with him in Teaneck, New Jersey, a night that I remember fondly. Um, Rabbi Ozer Glickman featured uh, Itzy Weinberger as lead vocalist on this album. He and um, and Yaron Gershevsky were responsible for the arrangements and the conducting. And uh, Rabbi Baruch Chait participated with the new songs on the album at that time. This one is another one written by Rabbi Ozer Glickman, who we remember um, just a couple of days after his passing here on a Wednesday morning. Our condolences and wishes to his family who are going through this um, sudden tragedy, and our thoughts are with them. And, of course, the uh, Yeshiva University community and I would say the Jewish community in general has been um, stunned by this news, by this tragic news of his sudden passing. Um, for those of you who've read about him and those of you who've know, who knew something about him, you know that he was an absolute uh, expert and someone who was looked up to in so many areas of life. Jewish and otherwise. This is his composition, Hadur, composed by Ozer Glickman. Bain Hasmanim is the name of the album at JM in the AM. Oh! 
JM in the AM. That is um, composed bar by Ozer Glickman of Blessed Memory, who's um, who's passing uh, uh, this week certainly stunned the Jewish world. Uh, a, an album entitled Bain Hasmanim here at uh, JM in the AM, an album that we had the privilege of uh, featuring 18 years ago during a big CD release launch in Teaneck, New Jersey that I remember fondly and uh, felt that in his memory we would pull out the old album and play some of the songs that he composed for that album here at JM in the AM. Wednesday morning broadcast, JM in the AM, this time each and every Monday through Thursday. Rabbi David Goldwasser, his words, Zechonishmas Harav Zev, Benavir Yosef Alevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basar, Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. It says in Perkid Rebeliezer that in the schus, in the merit of two mitzvahs of Domim concerning the blood, we were Zoycha, we merited a life of Torah in freedom. We went from Abdus Lecherus, from captivity to freedom, from Golus to Geula. The two mitzvahs are the Dam Pesach, the blood of the Korban Pesach, and the Dam of the Brismila. Today, we are surrounded with mitzvahs, Shabbos candles, talis, brachos, tefillah, staka, But we don't realize the great schar, the reward for every mitzvah, and the schar that is saved for us is forever. We don't know the value of each individual mitzvah. The Vilna Gon says, that every word of Torah is equal to the 613 mitzvahs. Our Chachomim tell us, before the Geula, before the redemption, when we were immersed in the Memtesh Shari Tuma, the 49 gates of impurity, we had no schus. The accuser argued strongly. So these two mitzvahs came along and attained our redemption. This is similar to when the Jews went out to Milchama, to the war. The Kohen would say, Shema Yisrael, you are coming near. You're going to battle against your enemies. So we learn Shema Yisrael. Afilu ein bochem zuchus elokriyashma. Rashi says, even if you have no other merit other than you say kriyashma, it is kedai. You are worthy of being saved. Imagine a person who is ignorant of Torah and mitzvahs. However, with the zuchus, with the merit of kriyashma, he can be saved. The Mishnah tells us lepum tsaira agra. According to the tsar, according to the pain, so is the reward. And we learn that we can never tell exactly what the reward is for each mitzvah, especially those mitzvahs which we find difficult to do or we have a challenge in fulfilling. Rav Galinsky once came to Rav Chaim Kreisworth in Antwerp, the diamond capital of the world. Rav Kreisworth told him, that he just arbitrated a very interesting din Torah between two people. An agent brought a client to a diamond dealer, and now he was owed his commission. The agent said the diamond dealer owed him 6%. The diamond merchant only wanted to pay 5%. Rav Galinsky was amazed. A din Torah over 1%? He thought it was pretty small-minded. 
However, Rav Kreisworth continued, the deal for which the agent was owed commission was over $15 million. The 1% was a huge sum. When we understand the reward of a mitzvah, then we know that there is not enough in the entire world to pay for the observance of even a single mitzvah. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day.
Jam, <coughs> jam in the AM. <coughs> wow, there we go. Benny Friedman with Light from the uh, CD entitled Fill the World with Light. 20 minutes before 8 o'clock in the morning. It's Wednesday at Jam in the AM. Snow and wind today. That's right. Looks like uh, looks like it's going to be a storm. At least that's the prediction. We'll see what happens. Uh, how many inches of snow? I think it depends on where you are and uh, depends on who you believe at this point. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens with the... Uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens with the... Um, with the uh, big snowstorm. JM in the AM with a reminder to tomorrow where it's seasons in Clifton, New Jersey. Come join us 11 a.m. until 2 p.m. for an extended live lunch. Seasons, Allwood Road in Clifton, New Jersey is where we will be. I hope you'll stop by and say hi. That's tomorrow in Clifton at Seasons. Our friends from Kedem with a delicious wine tasting. Our friends from kosher.com, they'll all be included in the show. Make sure to stop by and say hi. And don't forget, Monday is our Pesach Products program. That's right. The OU and J Drugs and Kedem Wine Corporation will all be represented on Monday when the big Pesach Products program takes place here at JM in the AM. If you want to get your questions in early, Nachum at NachumSiegel.com. Nachum, N-A-C-H-U-M, at NachumSiegel, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L.com. More coming up. It's Arye Kunstler at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. <coughs> Wednesday morning. Snowy Wednesday morning here at J.M. in the A.M. How do you like that? Aryeh Kunstler with Oseh Shalom. Uh, let's see. Where's the NSN app? Let's see if anybody out there has anything to say about this storm or anything else for that matter. Um, Nachum, huge mazel tov. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. People wishing us mazel tov on uh, Gavriel's bar mitzvah. I appreciate that. Lots of nachat. This week I had the tremendous privilege of attending the first CM of the Simchat Haver program, which my husband, Baruch Hashem, successfully participated in. The program is geared for working men, almost all olim, who have undertaken taking a smicha course related to the subjects of the home and normal Jewish living. program taught by Rabbi Eliada Goldvicht. Wow, I remember Rabbi Eliada Goldvicht. And the smicha is given by and was attended to by Shlomo Amar. Rav Zalman Nechemia Goldberg and Rav Herschel Schachter, who was in New York and could not attend, but sent a bracha. It was an emotional evening. We are so proud. The second round is starting after Pesach, currently taught in Yushalayim and Ramat Beit Shemesh. Anyone who wants information, get in touch with me for the flyer. That's listener Devora. You can interact with her on the app at this moment. Uh, big hello to uh, listener Yitzchak, who's out there. <laughs> listener Silky says that her son calls the weatherman Nevi'e Sheker. Because there are only a few flurries in Brooklyn. Well, I'll say the following. We have nothing here on the ground, but all of a sudden it started to really snow here in the last few minutes. So maybe there will be justification for closing every school in the area soon. Who knows? Mike Cohen, our good old friend, and I use the word old, of course, lovingly. He and I know each other longer than either of us care to admit. He's with us live via telephone. He's brought to my attention an effort called Heroes Unity Israel, honoring Israel's founding generation and fallen heroes. Mike Cohen, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you. It's been a long time. It certainly has. Nice to welcome you here. Well, we look, we love every effort that, you know, that uh, paints the IDF heroes in the positive light that they deserve. And of course, we applaud every effort to, you know, keep them foremost in the minds of everybody in the Jewish world. Did you feel... As founder of this, did you feel that there was something lacking, that there was a, a lack of recognition or simply not enough attention being paid to these IDF heroes? A hundred percent. But let me start with, with you wanted something about the weather. Yeah. You're looking for something about the weather. And I'm really upset that I'm not in the, uh, in the studio. But it just goes to show never, ever take travel advice or make travel plans based on the advice of a groundhog. There you go. There you go. The groundhog said it was going to be an early spring. What do they know, huh? Exactly. There you go. So tell me about, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Tell me about the idea here. I don't want to talk about soldiers. 
in order to create this this miracle called Israel, um, people came and they really sacrificed. We don't understand. We get on a on a comfortable plane and we complain about the food on El Al, and we complain about a delay, but we don't we don't think about the people who came in the nineteen in the eighteen hundreds, in the nineteen twenties, the nineteen thirties, and six guys and and two girls went down to the Negev desert, and there was nothing. And there was nothing to eat, and there was nothing. There was no water. There was nothing to wash, and and we now get to a, to a, a Disneyland of Israel, and it doesn't matter. It's 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 not only the soldiers. The soldiers we remember, but we don't remember the lady who washed clothing for thirty years. But she has a story, a, a, a story of Exodus, a story of, uh, of of coming from someplace and suffering through things and and contributing and building. And many of these people are still alive. So we're uh, so we're, still we're with us today. So we're specifically and we have, and it's we're specific it's, we're specifically addressing the first generation of IDF soldiers, right? We're essentially it's, talking it's about before it's before it's the eight. This, the count starts from 1880, right? From the time that they came out of that the Jewish people came out of the uh, the walls of Jerusalem. That's when the official count of the fallen begins. That's when the official count in Israel of the modern building of the state of Israel begins as when coming out of the Chomot of Yerushalayim, coming out of the walls and building the first neighborhoods. So there are many, many, many hundreds of stories that we just don't tell. Are these stories now documented? Are you getting these you know, on video where people can actually view uh, the testimony, if you will, of those who lived through it and, and really became Jewish heroes? Yes, there, there, there are programs that the government is running. Uh, you probably interviewed uh, uh, Eric Weisberg. His name is now Arya Halivni um, from, uh, from Cleveland, who together with his wife have a wonderful program where they go around and they interview. Yeah, I forgot the, the name the, of it. Yeah, yeah uh, and, and it, it's phenomenal, phenomenal material. And every, every, every person we go to, when we sit down in their house and we listen to their stories, you know, I get, I get chills, I get, I get uh, goosebumps. And it's, it's taking the young people, it's taking the youth from the different youth movements together, in unity, from Hashomer Tzair on the left, and Bnei Akiva and Ezra, and going into the house and sitting there with, with somebody's grandparents uh, and, and, and listening to what it was like in the early days and the kids just sit there with their mouth hanging open. Now, to try to bring those, to bridge the gap, bring those stories also here to the United States and let the kids in the schools and in the youth movements learn about some of these people through video or pictures or, or stories and, and then make the Israeli kids into shlichim. You go and give them this award on our behalf. And, uh, and, and it's working out wonderfully. And we decided to do it for about two years. We're going to officially start on Yom Ha'atzmaut in, in, uh, in about six weeks. And it'll go for about two years after that. And try to reach the ones who need to be reached first, first. The ones who are um, becoming dementia or, 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 or losing their memory. Uh, and then slowly go to the ones who are were a little bit younger and, and have clear memories. Um, and it's all based around the Tanakh. It's all based around this little Tanakh called the Jerusalem Nano Bible, uh, 4.77 millimeter Tanakh, uh, and giving them an award that has the Israeli flag, that has a flower that represents the agriculture, that has a, a, a character by the name of Srulik, which was Israel's founding 
cartoon and a Tanakh, because the, the Committee for Israel 70, who's, who's uh, a partner in this, designated the 70th anniversary theme as a heritage of innovation. Israel had a, is, is a heritage of innovation, and there's no greater heritage than the Tanakh, and there's no greater innovation than nanotechnology. So you put all of this together, and you get a wonderful program. Mike Cohen is with us live via telephone. If you go to Facebook, you can check out the page. It's Heroes Unity Israel, honoring Israel's founding generation and fallen heroes. This effort, as you heard, is going to take place over the next couple of years, kicking off with Israel 70, Yom Atzimut 5778. And everybody out there, just like, I can't remember the name of the program that you just were alluding to. Uh, it's uh, Moadei, not Moadei Yisrael. It's, uh, I, I can't remember the name that they called it, but that, that's an unbelievable resource for videos uh, and uh, stories of the early part of Israel's existence as a state. This is also going to contribute to that in being really important uh, stories and, um, uh, and, uh, and, and different information about what happened in the early days of the state of Israel. It's Heroes, Unity, Israel, honoring Israel's founding generation and fallen heroes. How did William Shatner get involved in this? You know, it was really cool. Ilana, my wife, um, we were looking for some faces that people would recognize, uh, especially in the, in the less affiliated communities. And one of the first people, persons that responded was William Shatner. At 1.30 in the morning, I'm sitting in my house in Aderet in Israel, and the phone rings. Hello, Michael, it's Bill Shatner. How can I help you? Huh. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and, uh, and he agreed to be one of the chairs of the, of the, of the committee to, to give this a power. He wrote us a wonderful uh, testimony to how important the, uh, the founders were and how important Israel is. And, uh, and then Jackie Mason, you know, was an obvious addition to that. Neely Block, uh, five-time. Have you interviewed Neely Block yet? We, we certainly did. Okay, so, you know, five-time world champion, phenomenal yeshiva girl. <laughs> Uh, she's also on the board, and, and slowly other people are joining as well. We've got uh, Nachum Siegel. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Yeah. Uh, he's a great uh, Jewish hero. We have him on our board. And, uh, and in Israel, um, uh, officers past and present, and like I said, people who built kibbutzim, people who built towns uh, from the Negev, right, right wing, left wing, religious, non-religious, all, all the Israeli ethnicities from all 180 countries, uh, it's, they're coming together around this because they realize that hakarata tov is something so important and something that we don't necessarily think of every single day. Just remembering and saying thank you to people who came before us for the, for the world, the amazing world that we have today. It is amazing. All right, everybody out there, we direct you to the Facebook page called Heroes Unity Israel. Honoring Israel's founding generation of fallen heroes. You can send a message through that Facebook page. You can get in touch directly with Mike Cohen and his staff and uh, include your input in this amazing effort. And we Before look... I go, Nahum, sure? Gavriel has a bar mitzvah already? Believe it or not. I'm, 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 I'm complete, I just heard. I'm, I'm completely stunned. I can't believe so much don't, time has gone don't, by. Don't worry. We are also completely stunned, frankly. <laughs> Uh, but thank God we get, to, see you in Israel. we get to celebrate Smachot. Looking forward to seeing you in Israel. That's Mike Cohen. Go to the Facebook page, Heroes Unity Israel, honoring Israel's founding generation and fallen heroes. More coming up. It is JM in the AM. Ah, 
אני כן. אתם אומרים פן, ואני אומר כן. אתם הן, ואני כן. אתם אומרים פן, ואני אומר כן. אתם פן, ואני כן. אתם אומרים פן, It's JM in the AM, Pen Pen, done by Yummy Lowy, and this is America's one and only Jewish 
moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NahumSiegel.com. On the Nahum Siegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Well, the Orthodox Union, the nation's oldest and largest umbrella organization for North American Orthodox Jewish community, has launched the OU Impact Accelerator to rapidly identify and invest in solutions for current and future Jewish communal needs. The program will run over 18 months. It's built on mentorship-based growth and early-stage funding for Jewish not-for-profit entrepreneurs. Between four and six projects will be awarded up to $25,000 each. Um, candidates for the program uh, will be uh, Orthodox not-for-profit entrepreneurs that live in and cater to the North American Jewish community. Ideally, applicants will have been operating their ventures for one to four years and service critical needs of America's Orthodox community through innovative solutions. The uh, OU Innovations team is comprised of Chief Innovation Officer Rabbi David Felsenthal, Assistant Director of Innovation Jenna Beltzer, and Chair of Impact Accelerator Charlie Harari. That's right, our very own Charlie Harari, who, by the way, is out with a brand new book entitled Unlocking Greatness. Um, with us live via telephone is the aforementioned assistant director of innovation, Jenna Beltzer. Jenna, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. So thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. I appreciate that. Is, is there a good example? Is there a, uh, I don't know, something that's either happened in the past or that this program is built on that you could describe to our audience is an entrepreneurial innovative thing that was created to help Jewish communal life? So the, it's interesting that question comes up, and it's something that's come up a lot. But really, the Orthodox community has been built upon forward-looking ideology and innovation and all these things from our past. So in more recent times, things like Safaria come to mind. Huh. You know, they're, they're leveraging technology, right. and they're able to provide a digital library of all Jewish text. Right. I go a little bit further into history, and I think about Hatzalah. Right. That started somewhere, and now it's a major innovation in our community that is saving lives every day by providing ambulances um, at a quicker pace to people when they're in need. And if I'm not mistaken, there are computer programs that were created even years ago uh, that literally had synagogues, you know, for, first and foremost in mind, whether it was managing the synagogue office or managing a gabai's duties in shul, right? If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, those already exist. Some, yeah, some of the, these already exist. Um, and the Orthodox Union even uniquely is able to do this because OU Kosher in 1923 right. was the first Heksher. Right. And you know, that, think about how much that helped the Jewish community. We're trying to find more of these innovations you know, new new problems, new solutions. So, so you, we're hoping to, to develop that. So you and your committee are literally looking for new ideas. You're looking for new ideas that will, you know, in an entrepreneurial uh, model, will will benefit the greater and larger Jewish community. 100%. So it's, fu it's funny, a lot of the stuff you're going to be approving at this point you have never heard of yet. Like people are going to be bringing, you know, new concepts to you guys. Oh, a hundred percent, and we've already been starting to get in some of the applications. I'm so I I'm so curious if any of them are really good. <laughs> I, there's a few, like I, not that, not to say I've chosen my favorite, but there are definitely some that stick out to me. And you know, I even I even sometimes base what you know what our ideal venture or ideal applicant looks like right. because they've they've hit the nail on the head. They've done it. They're right. looking at a real problem for our community. 
They're thinking of an innovative solution, and they're gaining traction and using this new this new solution to to solve this problem. All I've been thinking about for the last five minutes (laughs) since I read your release on air is what problem is there in the Jewish world that needs to be solved? That's the first (laughs) thing, right? Identifying the challenge is the first thing. Then you try to figure out how to solve that problem. A hundred percent. Yeah, those but, of, those of us who are Shark Tank fans, you know, we, we're sometimes amazed. Like, oh my gosh, I never realized that was a problem. And I'm sure some of the things that have already come across your desk. You said to yourself, oh wow, you know, I never really realized that you know that that, that actually is a you know a detriment, so to speak, in our community that has to be corrected. So, oh, of course, yeah. of course. Very cool. A very cool idea. All right, so these these will be presented or or will be submitted between now and when you're gonna you're gonna take submissions until when. So we're taking online submissions until May 6th, yeah, and then we'll select, um, you know, most of the, many of the applicants will then go through an interview process right. with myself and the innovation team. Right. And then you mentioned Shark Tank. Um, at the very end, to choose the final cohort of four to six applicants, we expect to have a Shark Tank, which I call more of a TED, tank, TED Talk Shark Tank type presentation right. for the entrepreneurs to present their ideas. Very cool. Very, oh, boy, I'd love to vote on that one. If you need another <laughs> committee member, let me know. That's so cool. Because um, <laughs> I, I think I know every problem that the Jewish world has that needs to be solved. So, you know. <laughs> so it would be great to have you and have, you have your guidance for sure. <laughs> All right. So everybody out there, uh, this is a really amazing opportunity. And, and you're guaranteeing that if somebody's approved, they're going to walk away with a grant of $25,000. So what the what the the applicant someone who's approved for the program they'll receive up to twenty five thousand dollars in funding. Oh, up to um, twenty five. Yeah. Right. So um, and then they'll also receive a mentor. So we're also looking for people that have had professional success, um, whether starting their own company, whether being very successful in the nonprofit world, whatever it may be, to mentor the individuals that have these new ventures, as well as a curriculum provided by. Um, like I mentioned, professionals who have a unique skill set or people at the Orthodox right. Union who have been through a similar problem. And this will be an 18-month program. So throughout the 18 months, different um, different amounts of the grants will be released. That's why we say up to $25,000. Right. You need to finish the 18 months in order to uh, to get the full thing. But, but we really expect that the curriculum will help guide the entrepreneurs and grow their ventures from good to great. So that's why we believe in the curriculum, which is why we ask that they, they complete the full 18-month program to get the full, very, the full funding. Very, very, I cannot wait to interview some of these winners. I cannot wait because I'm Neither sure, can I. I'm sure they're thinking of stuff that I've never thought of, that a lot of us never thought of. Um, the Orthodox Union has launched the first Impact Accelerator Program to invest in next generation of Jewish not-for-profit entrepreneurs. Program runs for uh, 18 months. It's built on a mentorship-based growth, as uh, Jenna just mentioned, early-stage funding for Jewish not-for-profit entrepreneurs between four and six projects will be awarded up to $25,000. The committee, as we mentioned earlier, includes Chief Innovation Officer by David Felsenthal, Assistant Director of Innovation Jenna Beltzer, who's with us live via telephone, and Chair of Impact Accelerator, our very own Charlie Harari. Applications are due by May 6th. I assume the web address is the best way to do it, ou.org slash accelerator, right? That would be the best way to submit. That is the best way to submit it. OU.org slash accelerator. Can I also assume that there's no age limit here? You don't have to be in your 20s to join this thing? Not at all. We've been receiving applications from people um, of any age, and we and we welcome them. Very cool. Very cool. OU.org slash accelerator. OU.org slash accelerator. If you uh, submit uh, your entrepreneurial um, uh, model, 
then uh, you may be chosen for a grant of up to $25,000. And everybody out there, start, especially you innovative people, start thinking about what problem needs to be solved in the Jewish world. And if you could solve it with some uh, entrepreneurial method, uh, you could be a grant winner and you could really make a big difference. Because some of the things we mentioned at the beginning of this conversation have really made a difference over the years. You know, people who've uh, created stuff that specifically were for the Gabbai, for the rabbi, for the executive director, you know, people who use different computer programs and different innovations in the Jewish community. Um, and some of the things that you mentioned earlier, even earlier than that, uh, have gone a tremendously long way um, in our community. So hopefully we'll, hopefully we'll find some real gems in this. I think there's some tremendous potential there. Yeah, I can't wait to share. I can't wait to share the cohort with you. Yeah, I am so. I'm telling you, I'm, I, I, I wish I could get some of these ideas that have already been submitted out of you. Jenna Belzer is the assistant director of innovation at the OU, and their team is going to be choosing these grant winners. Again, the address to submit is ou.org/accelerator. ou.org/accelerator. Thanks so much, Jenna. Uh, continued good luck. Looks like a phenomenal project. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. More coming up. It's JM and the AM. With our, speaking of the OU, don't forget that the OU will be well represented this coming Monday right here at JM and the AM. When we do our Pesach products program, we'll have our OU representatives. We'll have our J Drugs representatives. We'll have our Kedem Wine Corporation representatives. They'll all be together this coming Monday here in studio. If you want to submit a question in advance, Nahum at NahumSiegel.com, Nahum, N-A-C-H-U-M, at NahumSiegel, N-A-C-H-U-M, S-E-G-A-L.com. Just put the words Pesach uh, you know, program in the subject line. And uh, we'll use the app, we'll use our phone, and we'll use the, uh, the email address to take your questions on Monday morning for our panel. Pesach's around the corner, everybody. That's right. Today's a snow day. It might be a Pesach cleaning day. That's how close we are to Pesach. Um, so get ready. And uh, one of the ways you get ready is by joining us Monday by listening into JM in the AM. And don't forget, tomorrow we're at Seasons. Tomorrow we are at Seasons in Passaic, New Jersey from 11 until 2 in a supervised, uh, supersized live. Yeah, we may need to be supervised also. There'll be a wine tasting there. Supersized live lunch with our friends from Kedem with a wine tasting with our friends from kosher.com. They'll all be at Seasons in Passaic, Clifton this coming uh, Thursday, tomorrow, 11 until 2. My thanks to Mayor Gold and to everybody at Seasons in Clifton for their generous hospitality. Hey, don't forget that Monday Cholomoid, Tuesday Cholomoid, and Wednesday Cholomoid, Great Adventure, Six Flags, is going to be open courtesy of our friends at NCSY, ncsygreatadventure.com, ncsygreatadventure.com. And on Tuesday, Benny Friedman's in concert at the park. In all three days, you'll have a limited to a not-so-limited Pesach menu. Check it all out, everybody. It's Six Flags with NCSY, ncsygreatadventure.com, ncsygreatadventure.com. All the ways to save are described there on the website. I mentioned um, uh, earlier in the show that we are dedicating some of the music portions of today's program to the memory of Rabbi Ozer Glickman, uh, Rabbi Glickman was a genius in many areas. I think that uh, anybody who's been reading about him knows that at this point. And one of them was music. He was a composer who, in the year 2000, with Yaron Gershavsky, put together an album that featured Itzy Weinberger and Rabbi Baruch Chait and others uh, called Bain Hasmanim. And we had the privilege of actually hosting or being part of the uh, CD launch party back in 2000 in Teaneck, New Jersey, a night that I remember very well. In memory of Rabbi Ozer Glickman, who was taken suddenly from us 
this past Monday. Here's one of his compositions on JM in the AM.
JM in the AM. Chaim David and the Good News Bears with Pete Those are among the words we're going to hear very often uh, during the holiday of Pesach, since we say Hallel Baruch Hashem many, many times. Uh, Micha Gammerman's Pesach medley, Peiro, done by Eitan Katz, Wednesday, JM in the AM. Before that, the uh, cast of uh, the Benaz Manim album, as we mentioned earlier, of uh, Ozer Glickman. We are uh, dedicating uh, today's show, essentially, to his memory after he was taken suddenly um, from us this past Monday. And uh, the song you heard was Dror Yikra. Jam in the AM Wednesday with 38 degrees. Looks like snow outside. Oh, yes. Now it's really coming down fast and furious. Now I got to give those weather forecasters some credit. A couple hours ago, it looked like they were uh, walking around with egg on their face. Now we've got snow and wind in our face. Um, yeah, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty intense out there. It is pretty intense out there, I must say. Interesting. Anyway, um, so snowstorm today, then more snow tonight, and then finally clouds tomorrow morning and sun tomorrow afternoon with a high of 45. We're at Seasons tomorrow. Join us between 11 and 2 with our friends from Kedem, our friends from kosher.com. Uh, we'll be at Seasons in Clifton, New Jersey, starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Again, Clifton, New Jersey, 11 a.m. Eastern time. You'll catch the whole thing on our app, the Nahum Siegel Network app for uh, Android and iPhone. Uh, we also invite you to come down. Yeah, come down, say hi. Check out all the action. Monday, it's going to be our uh, Pesach products program. Yeah, with the OU and with J Drugs and with uh, J Booksbaum. Kedem Wine. It's all happening this coming Monday. If you want to email questions to us in advance, nachum at nachumsegel.com, nachum, N-A-C-H-U-M, at nachumsegel, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L.com. Put Pesach products or something like that in the uh, subject line so we see your email for Monday's show. And get ready to enjoy. By the way, uh, I noticed... We mentioned uh, NCSY heading down to Six Flags. That's happening uh, really uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, Cholomoy. Tuesday's the big day with the Benny Friedman concert. Go to ncsygreatadventure.com, ncsygreatadventure.com. Also wanted to recognize the uh, incredible leadership of New York State Senator Simcha Felder. He is bringing a free family extravaganza to Brooklyn, New York on Monday, Cholomoid between noon and 6 on 18th Avenue and 55th Street. Barry Weber, Schleimy Dax, and Torah Tots, they're all going to be part of the um, event on uh, Monday, Cholomoid. Uh, with free balloons, free snacks, a giant Ferris wheel, and a whole bunch of stuff. So check that out. We'll remind you as we get closer and closer. And collect a vote to New York State Senator, the Honorable... Simcha Felder. JM in the AM on a Wednesday. Uh, as we pointed out many times this morning, we are dedicating portions of this morning's program to the memory of uh, Rabbi Ozer Glickman, who was suddenly um, uh, taken from us on Monday 
Many of you, I'm sure, are aware of the uh, sad news. So he um, he included us uh, 18 years ago in the CD launch of a CD that he was responsible for with Yaron Gershavsky called Bein Azmanim. It features Itzy Weinberger. It has uh, songs on it from Rabbi Baruch Chait, and it includes a bunch of selections composed by Rabbi Ozer Glickman on it. And this is one of them, an Erev Shabbos, I, I should say a Shabbos selection. We, we would call it an Erev Shabbos selection, but it is, in fact, a Shabbos selection. May ain olam haba, as we uh, remember Rabbi Ozer Glickman on this Wednesday morning at JM in the AM. Shabbos, Shabbos, Shabbos. 
the music of Rabbi Ozer Glickman as we join with the uh, YU community and the greater Jewish community in honoring his memory here at JM and AM. Wednesday morning at 20 minutes before 9 o'clock.
JM and the AM with Ari Goldwag. Min Olam is the name of that one. Simcha Liner before that with Vaheshiv. You heard Shalshelis with Yibonet. We're going to close out this Wednesday broadcast, appropriately so, after we've um, dedicated a whole bunch of uh, portions to the memory of Rabbi Ozer Glickman to his composition, uh, Viese Lono, which is a... Um, which is um, a composition of uh, of his um, on the album Bain Hasmanim that we've been speaking about this morning, and we remember him fondly, taken uh, tragically and drastically um, uh, this past Monday. And um, we have been featuring uh, his compositions from Bain Hasmanim this morning here on JM in the AM. And that's how we close out this edition of JM in the AM. Thanks for listening to the Nahum Siegel Network.
Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com on the NachumSiegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Dedicating uh, much of today's show to the memory of uh, Rebozer Glickman, who, of course, is the composer of that song and many others on the CD entitled Bain Hazmanim. I thank you for tuning in. Don't forget later uh, today... Uh, amazing programming here on the Nahum Siegel Network, including Bite Size with Yoni Pollock. That's coming up next. Joanna Shepson will speak with R.D. Rubin from Shabbat Collection. 11 a.m. Avrami's going to be uh, hosting a live lunch. Tomorrow we'll be doing our live lunch on the road at Seasons, 11 until 2 o'clock and in uh, Clifton, New Jersey. And Monday is our big pre-Pesach products program. Keep that in mind. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Well, tomorrow, Malcolm Sigal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.